Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even his leather jacket owns a leather jacket. Reason editor at large, Nicholas B. Her mind is so sharp that TSA tried to confiscate it. Townhall.com editor and Fox News contributor, Katie Pavlich. His look says I might be homeless, but his smell says I'm definitely homeless. The LoftusParty.com founder, Michael Loftus. And finally, she wears those heels to distract from her ankle monitor. Fox News contributor, Cat Tips. Nick, welcome to the show. It's been a while. You look great as always. Thank you, Greg. Can you, can you fix things? Uh, I can break things much better than I can fix them. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, you are a libertarian. Yes, that's you have. Right. Uh, I revel in chaos. Yes, you do. What do you make of this story? Down. This is a small story. I don't even mind segregation of gender in college. Right. That makes sense to me. Yep. But what do you make of this idea of being terrified by cisgender men? It reminds me that uh, you know we're raising human veal these days. <laughs> People who are just incapable of walking through. You know, walking across a room without feeling bruised and horrified by many things. I went to college to actually be made uncomfortable with the ideas of people like Marx and Nietzsche and Darwin and Freud. Mm -hmm. And if you're being going to college and being made uncomfortable by somebody coming to fix a radiator in Ohio, which has really cold winters, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think maybe you should take a gap year. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Katie, welcome to the show. Uh, why do you suppose uh, there is so much fear of cisgender men? I am a cisgender man, believe it or not. Yeah. I know that people are often questioning that because I do look like a young, nubile woman. Yes. Well, first, I would let you know that as a cisgender woman, mm. I can actually fix things. I think and you could. And although I maybe would volunteer my services to these poor, traumatized students, I would never subject myself to that type of abuse to go to that campus and listen to them complain about everything. And I think that they actually deserve to freeze. But in terms of them being afraid of cisgender men, it kind of deconstructs their whole argument about what they're doing there. Mm. These are the same people who think that transgender women or biological males should be in a locker room with your teenage daughter. Yes. They're the same people who think that you should be able to go to a spa if you happen to be a biological male and change in front of biological women in, in, in the spa, in the locker room. And so nothing that they're doing makes sense. If they want to pay $80,000 a year to be offended, that's fine. Just don't send your kids there. Yeah, it's true. It's like the, the tolerance goes in one direction. Yeah. You have to tolerate a, a, a very small subsect of, subsect 
of behavior. But then this kind of like mass behavior, which is just guys fixing things. That's frightening, Michael. You look like you just uh, got off work fixing something. Were you working under a truck? <laughs> How is your tow truck business doing, Michael? <laughs> the tow truck is the tow truck business is going very well. Yeah. Yeah. These stories like they terrify me like as a nation. Mm -hmm. uh, we live in dangerous times. I don't want our enemies to know just how easily most of us are pushed over, mm -hmm. right? It's like the, we've got uh, supply shortages. We could run out of food. If you say the wrong thing at a PTA meeting, the FBI is going to show it your, up at your door. Now the Chinese have a supersonic space nuke. Yes. And we're like, I'm scared of the radiator man. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep this to ourselves, yeah. okay? Yeah. Because the Chinese are like, they're not even going to need guns. They don't no. need tanks. They just have to come over and go, we're here to fix the radiator. <laughs> and Oberlin surrenders. Yes, it's over. It's Oberlin. Ah, oh. This is why I sit here and you wear that jacket. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. Kat, what sort of person do you prefer to fix your radiator? I don't have a preference. <laughs> no, like, no I, look, I, this, I don't think this is, well, maybe it's a little bit about woke culture, but as people have you know, brought up, it's $80,000 a year to go to Oberlin. So I think this is more, my parents have $320,000 to spend on a useless degree culture. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like not every kid with well-off parents is spoiled, but this one definitely is. Mm -hmm. And is not used to, nobody likes having somebody in their space it kind of sucks for everybody, but this person's not used to having to deal with things that suck. Mm -hmm. And you have to give points for creativity because victimhood, I'm sure, is like currency at Oberlin. Right. To be able to be a victim, and this is super, super creative to try to make him, this, himself a victim, but of course he's not a victim, he's just a brat. But it does show, this is a microcosm that shows you the disadvantages of separating people out because people, whether you like it or not, have different skill sets. So if you're gonna, let's say, your radiator's on the fritz, are you gonna wait for the ideal trans radiator repair person within 700 miles of your home? Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. So it's like the scarcity of skill and the scarcity of talent require that we all work together. How about wrapping up that segment with that beautiful thought? We all need to work together in order to fix that radiator. I like it. <laughs> yes. I learned how to say that by living out here. I bet you did, you strange radiator. little man. <laughs> all right, up next, should politicians take a test to see if their brains are at their best? All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. He says it's only fair to make sure they're all there. So, should we check our politicians for diminished cognitions? Louisiana Senator, they have them there, Kat. Bill Cassidy says elderly members of all three branches of government should undergo regular cognition tests before the rapid decline in their 80s. Oof. Cassidy, who's a gastroenterologist, who isn't, am I right? <laughs> Didn't single anyone out in particular, but the message was clear. Medicine lets us live longer and lead the country at 78 or 81. What concerns do you have about that? It's usually noticeable. So anybody in a position of responsibility who may potentially be on that slope, 
that is of concern. And I'm saying this as a doctor. I'm told that there have been senators in the past who at the end of their Senate term were senile. I'm told that was true of senators of both parties. We each have a sacred responsibility to the people of the United States. It is not about me. It is about my ability to serve the people. And if you thought their cognitive scores were low, check out their numbers in the 40-yard dash. Pathetic. <laughs> okay, so let's acknowledge the obvious. Our country's leaders are elderly. Biden's 78. Pelosi's, she's 81. But her face is 57. <laughs> Senate President Pat Leahy is also 81. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer is 82. Senator Chuck Grassley, 88. They're almost old enough to star in the Sex in the City reboot. <laughs> and AOC's 32. Very young, but we're including her because she's nuts. <laughs> and three current Supreme Court justices are over 70. Alito, Thomas, and Breyer, who's 83. They'd get a lot more done if they didn't constantly have to urinate. <laughs> Tell me about it. Now, regardless of performance, it's a fair question to ask, why do our politicians never know when to leave? Like Andrew Cuomo. After that time, he got a lot of people killed. You think you'd get the message. The average retirement age is th in this country is 63. So many politicians are way past that. Now, this is not to say all of our political problems are due to senility. Senility doesn't explain this. Wow. <laughs> What do you want to know? Yeah. Doesn't explain this. Oh, 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 you know? And it doesn't explain this. The evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Anybody can break wind at any time, Katie. Doesn't have, yeah. Farting knows no age. You would know, Greg. Oh. That was unnecessary. <laughs> you know, um, why is it so hard for politicians to know when to leave? Well, Greg, let me tell you something about Washington, D.C. <laughs> it's a place that's run by a bunch of drunk 20-year-olds who work for a bunch of elderly folks. And then in the middle, there's like a bunch of sociopaths or people <laughs> like uh, Eric Swalwell who want to be a drunk 20-year-old again, but somehow found himself elected in an office and responsible for things. So that explains a lot about what's going on. In terms of the senality test, Sure, but people like Chuck Grassley, for example, he runs like five miles every morning. Mm -hmm. So he could probably beat Nancy Pelosi, right? So I think it's good to have, if you're going to have a, a threshold for running for office, maybe you can have one for leaving office, but you shouldn't be dying on the floor of the Senate. <laughs> like, it's not a morgue or a mortuary. It's the U.S. Senate. Have some respect. It's pretty funny, though. I mean, like, after all this talk about how we need new blood, Kat, it's still the same old blood. Exactly. Even if we tested them, it's not like they would leave. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, hey, look, you know, it turns out you're senile. They're like, oh, oh, man. Well, thank you for the opportunity. It's been great serving my country. I'll pack my things. No, <laughs> they never pack their things. Dying is really the only way out. No matter what you say, once you give them the power, they will hold it until they die. And I can understand that in some extent, because it's not like I've ever had any power. Mm hmm. I don't know what I would do with it. Yeah, it's scary. I don't think you should ever have any power, Kat. <laughs> I think we should try. Like, my ideas, like, might be crazy, but at least we'd be having fun. Yes, we would. Until... Instead of now when we're not having fun. That is true. What do you, uh, why is it that they, I, 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 you know, why don't they take the hint and go? Because they're in positions of power. Yeah. It's like Kat was saying. And that's fun, and they never want to let it go. What you need is an embarrassment factor, mm. right? This is why I say everyone has to take the test. 
We don't tell them when the test is coming. It's mental and physical. Just one day, somebody gets them in the neck with a blow dart, and they wake up. It'll... It'll be like the Squid Games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just wake up in a warehouse wearing a green tracksuit, and then, like uh. with Joe Biden, you have to ask him questions like you'd ask a three-year-old. Do I or do I not now have your nose? Yeah. <laughs> and, and that got me every time. Right? When he reaches, oh, no! All right, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, we show the whole thing on TV, but it's pay-per-view, Greg. Uh, yeah. People will shell out 90 bucks a pop to watch would, these I'll idiots run around. You retire the national debt. Boom! Yes. Right? Yeah. Great but idea. do they leave office? I don't think so. Welcome no. to you know, the why, idea why, factory. Why would you leave a job where you don't have to do anything and you get paid? Right. <laughs> Right? right? You know, you get to ride trains all day if you want, if you're Joe Biden. It's like, I want to be a senator after seeing that segment. Yeah, even, by the way, they get so much free stuff yeah. and other stuff really They get cheap. free haircuts. Yes, down at the... At Can the you imagine how much that saves when you're 900 years old and you haven't paid for a haircut? <laughs> you compound that savings. You're rich. You could buy, like, you could buy like a, another home for Bernie Sanders. I, yeah. I, I you know... He's you also up, old. He was also old, but he's kind of still cogent. Correct. Yeah. He had bad yeah, ideas yeah, yeah. from the beginning, but they're the same bad right. ideas, yeah. right? And everyone Us. respects you. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes, for just hanging around. Yeah, I have to earn but respect, and I still haven't figured out know, how to do that. The, <laughs> the gerontocracy, I think, is one of the reasons why people are so angry, especially if you're under 60. You're like, I've got nowhere to go. Yes. I'm stuck in the mailroom of America. <laughs> that is a, that's like. And, a, and under 60. We're not talking about like, oh, you know, I'm 25 that's an Eric and Weinstein. I'm ambitious. Eric yeah. Weinstein talks about that a lot. It's like, the, like you can't clear the brush that's in front of you. Yeah. And so everybody's kind of stuck in the same spot. Very interesting. Mm. Just imagine Bernie Sanders in a green tracksuit having to play that hand game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's entertainment. All right. And how about you, Jean Jacket guy? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Set your DVRs every night so you never miss an episode. Thanks to Nick Gillespie, Katie Pavlis, Michael Loftus, Cat Dave, Martino Addis, Martin Zephyr, Dan and Bream, Isaac, Kaka Kapal. Love you, man. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.